Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Video Analytics 101. We are doing these kind of episodes once per month where we talk to industry leaders about different aspects of video analytics. So how stuff works, how, uh, how can you deploy it, where does it make sense, where doesn't it make sense, and just video analytics in general, where are we staying, where, where are we today, and where are we going? Last month, we had a super cool, interesting one with a company called Oddity AI, and they do violence detection based on behavior analysis. So if you haven't seen it, go over YouTube to the Video Analytics 101 channel and check it out. It's super interesting. But today we're switching gears. Today we're talking about smoke and fire detection. And this is super interesting because there are not so many solutions out there in the market. And I'm very excited to have Teresa here from Bosch to talk about the Aviotech line. So welcome, Teresa. Hi, Florian. Thank you to have me here today. Um, so one reason why it's so exciting to talk uh, to talk to you, to talk about Aviotech, is um, because there are some video analytic solutions out there that do smoke and fire detection. Sometimes you see it as part of a bigger portfolio. Um, and sometimes you see it uh, as a dedicated feature on the server, but maybe also in the camera. But there are really not many solutions out there where you have cameras that are dedicated for this kind of feature. And especially Bosch is very strong in uh, in, in fire alarm management. So I guess uh, you guys know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. And this is why it's so exciting to talk about uh, smoke and fire detection on the camera based on video analytics today. What we will be covering is, well, first of all, what does it actually do? So what does it do? Um, also, how does it work uh, under the hood? So how does the video analytics behind it work? Because that's what we are talking about it about here. How do you integrate it? How do you actually use it in practice? Um, I also said going a little bit into certification. And finally, we will uh, talk about, so where does it go into the future? So what does the future bring for smoke and fire detection? Um, so Teresa, to start us off, uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what is Aviotech and what does it actually do? Sure. So Aviotech is a camera, <laughs> as we know, and this is really a solution where we can detect flames and smoke based on visual behavior. So it's a camera which is monitoring a dedicated application. And as soon as a flame or smoke is starting to rise in that application or starting to be in the field of view of the camera, intelligent algorithms inside, so on the edge, are analyzing the scene. And yeah, if something is behaving like a smoke, then the camera is going to really um, analyze, verify, and then afterwards trigger an alarm if it is a smoke or a flame. So visual analyzation of the scenery and um, yeah, it's detecting flames and smoke. Either, yeah, it can detect the smoke if it's just a smoke, it can detect flame if it's just a flame. If both is in, in the picture, also that's possible. Okay, so, but if we, if we as, as, uh, as normal people think about smoke detection, usually we think about these small gray devices that are um, built yeah. into all the new homes. We see in the hotel rooms and, uh, and that Bosch is also offering. I mean, Bosch is, yeah. is, uh, is a big um, vendor in this space. So what is the difference between um, these little gray devices and actually having it in the camera based on video analytics? So the major difference you were already talking where you see those normal point type detectors as we call them like you said in the office buildings in the home yeah maybe you are now sitting also in your home and looking up to the ceiling and you see those detectors um the main difference is that those detectors need the smoke to really reach the detector 
So as soon as the smoke is at the detector, it can trigger that alarm. But now we think about maybe an industry hall. You have 50 meters, 20 meters of a ceiling height. And now you've got the issue that as every time the smoke starts somewhere at the floor, for example, at a machinery, maybe uh, at a product in the logistics side. And then it needs a lot of time that the smoke or the heat of a flame is going to rise up to the ceiling. And the specialty with Aviotech now is that you install it somewhere. You can also install it in 50 meters height, but it's monitoring the whole scenery. And as soon as the fire starts at the floor or is in the field of view of the camera, you can trigger that alarm already. So the smoke or the heat doesn't need to reach the detector as we call it, because it just needs to be in the field of view. And especially talking about these big areas, big halls, high ceiling areas, also maybe dusty and humid applications where you have challenges for standard fire detection solutions. Um, the main benefit is the time benefit. So you've got really now an early detection and um, yeah, depending on time, Aviotech can trigger the smoke in, as for example, 20 seconds. And thinking about high ceilings, the smoke needs to take, I don't know, maybe five minutes to be really at the ceiling so that another detector can detect. So that's the major benefit here in that case. Yeah, when I read uh, when I read up on smoke detection uh, before, if you go to Wikipedia, it's it's always about how much time do you leave people to leave a building uh, for yeah. for safety reasons. So as I understand it, for these kind of situations where it's a large hall, you just cut this time um, it, like um, you give the people much more time than with other detectors to to get to safety, right? Exactly. And that's not, it's it's really, so the detectors, the point-up detectors, aspiration smoke detectors or linear beam detectors, they are already solution which bring a much faster detection than the standard point-type detectors in special areas. Um, but also they are normally based on the fact that smoke really needs or heat needs to reach those detectors. And um, yeah, that's uh, the major benefit here, um, especially for Aviotech. And when you think about ventilation, air conditioning in those areas, it's often that the smoke is going to be blown away to the side, for example. And um, yeah, here it plays at advantages. So it's not that the standard detectors are not doing good. So they really do what they are developed for and then bring a lot of um, saving people's lives in the buildings where they are developed for. But in special areas, special customers really need an additional system, something which is detecting much earlier, and there Aviotech comes into the game. So I guess uh, outdoors would be also an example for this. Sure. sure. So this is something we developed. I have to say Aviotech is a really agile product. We started in 2016 um, in the market, and since then we had every half a year closely a firmware update. So we really edited the algorithm so that, yeah, all the input we got from the market, from installations we had, was introduced now into new firmware algorithms. For example, mm -hmm. first of all, we could only detect upwards rising smoke. Now we can detect also sideways rising smoke. And for the outdoor, which was the latest update we had um, mid of last year, I have to <laughs> make the years right. Um, this is now really good opportunity because especially for the outdoor environment, there's no detector really developed for. And 
think about the storage next to a building, there is no ceiling, for example, where you could place a detector or where it makes sense because for sure in the auto, you've got a lot of weather influences. You've got sunlight, you've got fog, you've got wind, for example. And all of that is especially really great now covered with Aviotech. Okay. Cool. So uh, let's let's get into the algorithms that you mentioned. Can you explain a little bit how it works technically from a video analytics perspective? Sure. So the Aviotech is based on the standard video cameras we know from Bosch. So our colleagues from the video department, they did a great job developing analytics, which is running on the edge. And this is kind of the basis we took. And this knowledge of our colleagues together with our knowledge about fires itself brought us to this possibility to have physical algorithms um, yeah, created, developed by ourselves um, to detect flames and smoke. So um, sorry, that's maybe a good point to no, point out. No. So Aviotech is, is not part of the same business unit as the cameras no. themselves, right? You're part of the uh, fire department, so yeah. to say. Yeah, right. So the reason behind was also that it's really crucial to have all that knowledge also about the test procedures done for standard fires, because we also wanted the camera to be tested based on these test fires. We wanted to have all that knowledge for regarding smoke and flame, how they develop. 80% um, of all fires are starting with the smoke. And out of these also a lot of fires are not developing into a flame. So it is really crucial to have flame and smoke detection in the camera so that you really get the most fires detected. And this is something why it was said that Aviotech will be part of the fire department where I'm also working for. Yeah. And okay. based on that, our engineers really developed a engineers, I'm saying, so we are a really small team, but they developed a physical algorithm. And this was based on physical models for flame and smoke. So a flame is normally having a flame core, a flame flickering, which is above the flame core because it's never below it. Yeah, it's kind of, you have to turn around to see it the other way around. They've got the whole flame shape. And then based on the background color, you've got different colors of flames. So brighter background brings a brighter flame, a darker back background brings like a more yellow flame. And all of these are parts of the algorithm inside the cameras to detect a flame. And the other physical model was a smoke model. And this is half transparent to transparent objects moving in front of a wall or in front of something which is in the back. And then it has turbulences inside. And all of this is like the standard or the yeah, the basis for the algorithms, but it's not only three algorithms, so they're much more inside, but this is really like the basis of it. Okay, so um, this the flame model is actually very interesting because you're right, it's, uh, of course, the flame always goes in one direction, but I guess this is also something that you, that you improved for the sideways detection because then the flame might go to the side, right? Yeah, so it's like also here, if you've got wind influences, um, the flame is not, so when you talk about sizes, for example, the flame has to have a dedicated size to be detected. It has to cover 1.1 percentage of the camera's field of view. We can say we can detect up to 60 meter. Yeah, that's like more valuable as an understanding. And if then wind is coming and the flame is too small, then it could drive the flame to the side. So this is also something in which you then develop and improve 
by using the system also in installations. And um, yeah, based on tests we are doing in the outdoor environment, in the indoor environment, and all of these videos we could take to really improve that algorithm. Hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. And for the for the smoke model, as I understand, smoke also um, moves in a certain kind of way. If there's wind or so, then it might change. But in general, it's uh, it's a transparent thing that moves through the scene, right? Yeah, it's it's really like it is it is set. So you've got a heat source, and out of that heat source, smoke is rising. So and in the model, it is upwards movement. But for sure, we are in environments where we've got wind, air conditioning. You can also talk about heat pockets. So beneath the ceiling, it's hotter air than at the floor. And the smoke is rising until it reaches the same heat from the heat pocket. And then it's just going to the side because it's not rising anymore. And all of these things you cannot see. So you're not going into an application and say, there's a heat pocket. So you, you don't see it. And yeah, you need to develop. And you cannot start from scratch and having everything. So it's an ongoing process here. That's uh, very interesting. I mean, um, that brings me also to the to the question that many people might ask. So how is the accuracy compared to smoke detectors? Is it like comparable or, or not? So um, when, you, when you think about a smoke detector, which is installed at the ceiling and compared to Aviotech, for sure, it's like the time advantage we are talking about. Um, but there's also... Um, Another um, thing called nuisance or false alarms, which is also really crucial for our customers as well as our colleagues. So we don't want that the camera is like triggering five times a week or a day, this kind of alarm. Yeah, so it's not that something's moving and it directly causes a smoke alarm. And therefore, um, you've got different setting possibilities also in the camera. So you can compare it then a little bit with um, standard smoke detectors because they also you've got setting possibilities. If it is a more harsh environment, so more movement around or more people going on or objects are moving, then you can set the camera to a lower sensitivity so that it's kind of a higher robustness against these um, influencing factors. But um, this is what VDS is, for example, doing. It's a, um, certification body, they are every time testing in the most robust way because we want to make sure that also in these settings we are detecting fires. So one thing, uh, one thing I need just to add is you can never say that you will detect 100% of every fire. Um, this because it can every time happen that a smoke detector is not detecting because it's not reaching the detector or it needs to be too big to detect it or it is kind of out of the field of view of the camera, which shouldn't be because you normally design it, that it works, but it can be sometimes yeah, something that you cannot detect. So we are not talking about 100% detection, but you can compare it. Yeah, that's okay. for sure. So, but that means it's also the same way integrated. It would, so the camera would go into a, um, a fire panel, I guess, that would trigger a fire alarm. So it, it's treated the same way as a smoke detector itself. Yeah, you could. It's not not at one hundred percent like a smoke detector. I have to say, because there is relay contact possible or available at the camera, so that you could trigger something at a fire alarm panel or which needs a relay, so that it can be triggered. Um, what we need to make sure is that everybody signs. Um, so, like the the fire expert as well as the insurance company and the um, and the customer, that they are okay with 
camera is triggering a real fire alarm mm -hmm. because it has no EN certification or ISO certification available, which would be needed that you are able to really trigger direct the fire brigade, for example. And there's the chance that you use it as an internal alarm. So imagine, Florian, you are sitting in front of in front of the fire panel or in front of your desk, and then something's popping up like an internal um, alarm, and then you see, oh, Aviotech triggered the alarm, what's happening? You just go on the internet, so to the camera website and see, yeah, there's really an alarm. And then you can push like the uh, manual call point to really then trigger the fire alarm or the I fire brigade in that case. That would be possible or everybody's okay with that. And then they say, yo, we are signing the, the contract and then it's also okay to then, um, yeah, bring it forward to the fire brigade. Okay. Well, personally, I would prefer to open up my Genetech Security Center, get my alarm there, and verify the alarm it's inside also of the possible. Security Center. <laughs> so um, that can you can also do that because we are fully integrated into Genetech. So you could also use Aviotech into the video management system. Me personally, I like to have it in a video management system because I really like to see what is happening. I like to get the alarm directly on that screen because then I also know, is there somebody around? Do I need to evacuate? Can I evacuate in the normal way I normally do? Or is the smoke rising in that way? So I need to bring the people like to the other direction, you know? And this is something I really see as a benefit compared to other detectors because you've got a live image, you know what's happening. You can also record it so you can see what was happening in the past or why did that fire occur? Do I need to change something for the future that it will not occur anymore? And all of that brings you really great benefit. Okay. Um, no, that's pretty cool. Uh, you mentioned before VDS, which is a, a certification. So let's talk about a little bit about certification because that's very important in, in, in smoke and fire. Uh, you also mentioned the EN, it's the EN54, and there is, um, I think, UL, more in Australia or US. A lot, um, of, a lot of differences, yeah. yeah. But you're you're the expert there. So um, you told me before there is not really a certification for this kind of application. So why not? And what's the situation there? The situation is that um, standards from norming um, companies like the EN or ISO, ULFM, they take a long, long time to be developed. And um, also for our standard fire detector detectors, it took a long time until that was an overall standard for whole EM or whole um, ISO. Um, Video-based fire detection is a really, for the fire market, a really, really new um, detection possibility. And it takes many years. <laughs> I don't want to say hundreds, but it takes many years um, until there are standards then available for these new technologies. So what we have now for Aviotech or for video-based fire detection in general is that the ISO, for example, they are currently working on a standard. And only if you have that standard available, then you can have your system certified on it. So for sure, if nobody knows how to test and based on what you should test it, nobody can give you a certification for what should be tested, you know? And um, this is where ISO is working on. And I think that EN is going to adopt it. There are some outlines um, from UL and FM where you could have your system certified on, but it's also not a really harmonized standard. It's like an outline. It's kind of an yeah, example or something. But um, for VDS, 
like in Germany, they have now an official standard where everybody can now have their system certified on, so the video-based um, technologies. And this is something which is a huge step into the direction of having an overall standard for EN and ISO then in the okay. future. Okay. Well, I can imagine this market is moving rather uh, rather slow, so uh, it's not a not a surprise that standardization is not there. Yeah, there. but it, it also it, it's belonging to the fact that we are dealing with life safety, and that's yeah. the major part of it. You know, we want to have a system which is working. Aviotech is working; it is tested and everything, but they are really going back to the to the roots, I would say, um, because they want to really be sure that they can save people's lives. And yeah, this is also exactly. fine. And this is where we have these um, these certifications for. Um, yeah, but it's moving. <laughs> we, you know, this is a new kind of technology and it's getting more and more talking about artificial intelligence and so on. So it's more and more is coming. So they also kind of need to adapt and they will do. It takes some time, but I'm, positive that they will change also. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, it, it will come for sure. Um, one other thing before before we look into the future. Um, one question that I had is, how does it work for you um, as, as Aviotech team commercially? Because I could imagine that typical RFPs are written for smoke detection. And I don't really see in, in video management RFPs that they ask for smoke and fire detection. So. How do you how do you get into the the right slot um, to sell the cameras? Finding the customer who really needs it. So that's really the major part we are looking to, and we already find a lot of um, a lot of areas where it really brings benefit to the customer. So talking about the pain points, high ceilings, maybe you've got high value which you need to protect, hunger, for example, with the plane inside or a warehouse where you've got a lot of products stored uh, machinery machinery which is co costing a lot of money and if it's going to be damaged you need to repair or replace it and all of these with regards to the high ceilings dusty and humid areas where standard fire detectors need to be replaced often because the dust stucking in the detector all of these are kind of the pain points we see at some customers, for example, the industry sector, pulp and paper industry, waste and recycling, um, chemicals or textile industry, where you really see the need to have something detecting much more early to be then sure that the fire damage is not so high as they had it before, maybe, or also to reduce um, production downtime or business interruptions. So to be sure that your customers get the products that you can run your um, your facility, your production all the time, and that the damage is not too big. So really finding the customer where the system brings a benefit. And there are many <laughs> in that area. And um, this is where we get to the market. And yeah, it's already installed since 2016. Cool. So a lot of different areas. We've got some official references like a mattress factory in Nigeria. There are also some companies here in Germany where um, we can talk about it's a waste paper factory, um, which is monitored by Aviotech and a pulp and paper factory also in Ecuador. So all over the world, you see it's installed and it's getting more and more interest as well because they really see the benefit of it. So um, let's look into the into the future. So 
where where is it going? Will at one point um, be that be part of every standard Bosch camera or or not? And where do you think video based fire detection is going in general um, in the market? Will it grow or what's happening there? So first of all, I don't think that it will totally replace, for example, standard fire detection solutions. So this is something really which comes in addition. So you need the standard fire detection solutions, especially also for um, office buildings, for hospitals, for um, commercial buildings, all of that. Um, and also for the industry, you need these detectors. Aspiration smoke detection systems are also really useful in the industry. But as I mentioned, there are special areas where you need something in addition or um, and not only in addition, but also areas where the others are not working like they should work. So here, video-based fire detection technology for me is really, really useful and will be still there also in the future. So my feeling is that the people are going to understand um, that it's a benefit for them, that it really brings um, a benefit and um, that it can help to even have their building safer. I think it goes more and more into the direction of adding artificial intelligence to the system, as we also did. So it was the physical algorithm. Now we added also partly an artificial intelligence. And I think that in the future, it goes more and more into the direction of only having artificial intelligence. When you've got enough videos from enough installations, you can also then create this or have this artificial intelligence inside. And I think it goes also um, in two directions so that you have one product with the algorithm on the edge so yet you've got a certification possibility that is really important for that market but i could also imagine that there's another way um where you have i don't know maybe a server you can add, add to the camera so that when you are not looking to certification but you want to um yeah adjust your already installed security system to have fire detection something like that um, so I could imagine that there are both ways. So we will not go only, or it will not go only one or the other. I think there's somehow um, a parallel way um, to deal with video fire detection. Okay. So, uh, so um, for Bosch, it will be a separate, um, still a separate camera line that, uh, so we can certify it. But there might be other solutions as well. Right. Um, so we are already um, quite far in our time. So we already took the time already. Uh, I think it was really interesting. Uh, because it so goes outside of our typical market where we talk about um, about security and and video surveillance and video management because this really goes into uh, fire and safety, um, but it's still connected to video analytics. So um, thank you for coming. Um, thank you, Teresa, okay. for for sharing a little bit with us uh, how smoke and fire detection works in Aviotech cameras. Uh, if you want to learn more, we actually had some links here uh, where you can learn more on the website of Bosch about the Aviotech line. Otherwise, uh, thank you for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel of Video Analytics 101. Next month in March, we'll take a short break and continue in, in April where um, we, will, we will talk about um, cool stuff around searching through video. So uh, you will see. So thanks again. Thanks, for Teresa, for joining. And um, everybody, see you next time. Thank you very much.